Do you have a hobby? I totally hope you have a hobby. My hobby is playing in my garden, and today it is a beautiful day, and I just want to get my hands in the dirt, but I wanted to record this first because we're going to talk about gardening and how it totally relates to running your business. Ready? Let's get real. If you're running a brick and mortar business, raising some kiddos and juggling all of life's offerings, let's be real and call you what you are. You, my friend, are rebel woman. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears in creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero. And I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk shop for hours because I get it. I have a brick and mortar business myself for over 12 years, a handful of kids, and a few passion projects that I love, like this one. Hey there, everybody. My name is Melissa Rose, and I am your visibility coach for brick and mortar businesses who want more clients coming in their doors. I have a passion for helping and serving those who are also living life on the edge, going for their dreams, and creating a legacy through their kick-ass business. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty-gritty of running a successful brick and mortar business. We're going to share stories, we're going to talk strategy, and we're going to learn practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the life of your dreams. Are you ready? Let's get real. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brick and Mortar Visibility. I have been futzing with this microphone for the past half hour and getting a little irritated because... I feel like the sound isn't quite right, but I am at a point right now where I need to get this recorded. So if things sound a little weird, I apologize. Um, My daughter started a podcast, y'all, and I listened to it, of course, as a proud mama. And I said, first of all, so if the content is lovely, it's really good. And second of all, your sound is amazing. What are you using? She goes, well, I may have borrowed your mic. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, then you need to teach me how to use it because clearly um, you are sounding great. So um, my daughter is 18, and I don't know if you have teenagers or have been around them lately, but sometimes you just can't ask too many questions or you get like eye rolls or storming off or just like no answer at all. So um, that was above my question limit to ask her to show me. So um, I think I have it back, but we're going to, we're just going to go with it. Okay. So I want to talk to you about hobbies. If you have a hobby, first of all, you must tell me because I get inspired by people with hobbies that are just so a regular, you know, mine is hike, hiking and I love to play in the garden, but like some people have hobbies like, um, macrame or making purses out of leather or, um, like those two just like crack me up because they're so specific and so weird and so fun and so different. Um, but, um, anything, I just would love to hear from you, but I want to talk about how my hobby of gardening and how it is rippled into business. And the reason I want to share this with you is because I shared it with a few people, uh, over the past couple weeks and they liked the analogy and I'm like, okay, I need to share this because it, it totally helps keep my frame of mind and keeps me in perspective, okay? Because there are so many times in business, y'all, right? Where you're like, this is not working. This isn't working fast enough. Um, How come it's not happening? And it needs to, you need to give it time. And sometimes we don't give it proper time. So that's where I come back to gardening. I also grew up on a farm. 
And being a farm girl and watching my dad plant corn or the alfalfa grow, there are seasons to sow, there are seasons to wait, there are seasons to harvest. Okay, so with gardening, I have learned from my parents who are very, very avid gardeners, like they're, they're, I grew up on a farm, they have since sold the cows, but they have this huge land, huge, like five acres, but it's all gardens, you guys, like the grass that they mow is literally trails through their property to look at the gardens. It is stunning, okay? So my mom does everything with like extreme excellence. It's not just a 10, it's like a 15 on a scale of one to 10. So her gardens are beautiful. I enjoy gardening, not to that extreme. I'm like, I can go out there for an hour and a half at a time and talk to my plants and pull some weeds and we're good. Um, My mom can spend hours and hours and hours out there. So gardening. When I started my gardens, I am usually starting from seed or transplants, okay? I may have a mapped out plan, all right? A lot of times for me, I'm going, I plan as I go, that's me. But a lot of people, most people would maybe have a plan, you know, and let's call that your business plan, right? You have that plan. And you put in some seeds or you put in some structures or you put in some cuttings of plants and that's what I do a lot with my perennials. That first year, the garden looks nice, but it's not full. It's not lush, uh, but you can see where you're going. You can see the vision, but then winter comes and sometimes those plants die. Sometimes they don't come back as strong. Sometimes you just, you see that they grow and maybe they grew too much and it's not going to work in that setting because they need more sun and not, you know, that place that you planted them with shade, too much shade. So you kind of have to rearrange a little bit, but you at least have that structure, that foundation, that first year of growth to kind of see what worked, what didn't. But then you go through winter again. Usually you don't lose plants after that second year because they're established and we kind of know, but you might, you might lose one or two and you've learned what plants, what soil they need or what light they need. And then we get to year three. And then all of a sudden your garden is like, wow. And this happens every time I expand my garden. So I, like my mother, (laughs) laughing as I say this because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm my mother. I kind of start a new garden every year. Like, and it's not a big garden, but it's just a little expansion. Okay. And I'll drive up to my yard and I love my front garden. Like it brings me so much joy. And I tell my kids, I'm like, I just love my garden. You look down my block and my garden is all flowers. And thankfully my neighbors, my next door neighbors are just as big of gardeners. So our two properties right next to each other, it's just beautiful as you drive up. And I love it. It makes me so, so happy. Now my back garden is not as pretty because it's not as established as my front garden, okay? So what am I saying? I am saying... One, two, three, you have that first year of like foundational. Then you have the second year, they're growing. You've established some plants. You may have learned some things, tweaked some plantings. And then the third year, you're like, yes, yes, I see where it's going. I see it's working. The plants are full and lush. And guess what, you guys? You hit a new level, but now you have a new devil, as my business coach says. I love that quote new level, new devil. So now you have plants that have grown and that have taken off 
but now you have to cut them back or you have to separate them. And I cannot throw plants away. <laughs> to me, that is so hard. So I either give them away or I start a new garden. And then we start the process all over again. We put the plants in, hope they work. Sometimes they don't take off. Sometimes they don't get enough light or sun. And it starts all over. The same thing with our business, you all. The same thing, right? You start a business, the first year you're hustling, you're working your tail off. The second year, you've learned a little bit more, you're able to tweak some things. And that third year, you're feeling like, oh my gosh, yes, I got it. I have a clue. But guess what? Now you got to hire some team and it's a new level. I was just talking to a business owner a couple weeks ago at the soccer tournament that my kids were in. And um, she, we were comparing stories and I, I She's just so well-loved in the, the community, and I know of her, and I just assumed she'd had her business a really, really long time. It turns out we both opened our commercial space in 2020. And she said, we actually are moving to another, a new commercial space. And she goes, oh my gosh, it's, I can't believe the headaches. I go, new level, new devil. And she goes, oh my God, that's so true. She goes, she goes, that is brilliant. I go, that's from my business coach. I can't take credit, but it is, you do, you grow, you get better, but then you hit a new level where you have to like relearn or not even relearn. I shouldn't say that you're learning new things. You're learning how to manage now a larger property. You're learning how to manage more team, or now you have your, your, your service is so dialed in that now you can add an online platform or you can add a, an additional service every time we're always growing and expanding. So we can't expect that new thing to be an established garden, okay, that has been established. So every time we up level, you're going to experience that growing pain. I remember when I was getting my line of credit for my property. You guys, for those of you that don't know my story, I started my studio out of my home, 800 square feet, <laughs> and I did not want to get a commercial property because I knew that's rent, that's insurance, that's team members, that's all the extra that I don't have right now. I was a one-woman one show, and I was really okay with it. However, I couldn't expand anymore physically. I could expand digitally, but that wasn't growing as fast as physically. So I had physical people coming into my house to take dance. So as I was talking to the banker, just the sweetest man ever, just adored him. He just took me under his wing and watched out for me. His daughter had danced and he just had, he was just, just the best. And he goes, Melissa, this is normal. This is business. He goes, you're going to get, you're going to expand. And he goes, now you're going to get that studio and you're going to grow and you're going to be big. And then in five years, you're going to have to take out another line of credit because you're going to want to build another space and have a bigger studio. And, and I remember looking at him like a deer in headlights going, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine filling a 3,000 square foot facility, let alone getting a bigger space. But you know what? You grow into it. You grow into it. So I love that analogy of the garden because it takes a bit of the pressure off. Okay? It takes... For me, it reminds me that this takes time. Running a business is not a sprint. It is a marathon. It is the daily action. It is the consistency. It is being aware of what's working 
and then what needs to be pulled or weeded out. It's being aware of what thrives in what condition does it thrive in and paying attention to things that aren't maybe thriving as much. What do they need? Do they need a different time? Do they need a different pricing? Do they need more sun or more water? You know, so just really taking the time to not rush anything and enjoy the process because that overnight success, y'all, it takes an average of 12 years. So you've got some work to do, right? I hope that was helpful. I hope that maybe made you laugh a little bit <laughs> or put things in perspective. I know it does for me and I, I just have to share what's resonated with me with you because um, that's important. I think you are amazing. My rebel women running brick and mortar businesses is not for the faint of heart. Chances are your mom, your partner, and you're juggling a lot and you're doing it the best you know how, and you're my hero. I want to just acknowledge all the hard work you're doing. We are almost halfway through the year already. Does that seem weird? Does that seem so weird? I just was at a meeting last week and the next time we meet is in June. I go, no, 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 no. June already? So officially I'm old because this is just flying. Time is flying. It's just going so, so fast. But we're growing and we are adapting and we are evolving as well. So keep it up. I do want to shout out, we are doing a summer slash sale right now, 50% off my summer mastermind. It's a 90-day mastermind. You guys, what would it look like in 90 days if you just really focused on one thing in your business, whether it's a team, whether it's marketing, whether it's systems? What if you took 90 days and said, I am going to get this dialed in? What if you had accountability to help you do that? That is where a mastermind comes in. Such a great tool to use and set yourself up for quarter four. And I know most of us, quarter four is our biggest quarter. So what would it look like to just be that much more on top of things for quarter four? If you're interested in that, the link is in the show notes here. I also have 50% off one-on-one coaching. If you are somebody who wants to take your business to the next level and needs a little bit of help in guiding you into what next steps you need to take, schedule a call or apply so that you can see if working together is right for you. Would love to be that person if that's for you. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast today, please leave an uh five-star rating on Apple iTunes and an honest rating and review. That would be so awesome. I would so appreciate that. And then I can shout you out on the podcast as well. All right, everybody have a great week. We'll see you here. Same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye.